Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. If uh, I am not mistaken, we had a birthday yesterday. Ah, Woo! Happy birthday, Lydia. Birthday, Lydia. Thank you so much. Yes. The older Mama you get, Luke. the more you cringe. You're like, no. But like, you're still good... the youngest out of all of us. Oh, as, as the good philosopher Pitbull once said, a day above ground is a good day. Remember that. Yes. It's beautiful. He's quite the philosopher. Pitbull, you know, he's also said some other things. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, some not so good things. Some not some appropriate things. Yes. Yes, but anyways, that's one of the things I I remember. All him right. Saying. Well, Pitbull is not a boy band member, so unfortunately. Yes. 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 It's kind of weird to see him as a boy band member. He'd be the sexy older man. Or would he be kind of like a Menudo type band because he kind of has like the oh, Latin vibe? He could be like a manager. He wasn't in the one with Louis, like Joy Fatone and Louis Fonzi, and then there were some other people that used to. But be not Pitbull. But not Pitbull. I feel, no, not Pitbull. feel like that man is a solo man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless he's with Enrique Iglesias. Then I, yeah, that was a. Then good that duo yeah. is pretty, you know, fire. fire. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. Um, okay, well, speaking of concerts and summertime, guess what's coming up in a few days, guys? The start of, of the DNA World Tour. Oh, yes. The boys. Yes. Our, our show is not till July, so we do have a little bit longer. Well, just over a month and a half, I guess. Maybe. So it's exciting. Finally, we get to do some concerts after two and a half years. Yay. More exciting if it was a brand new tour. However, no, a lot of work it was still a really one. good tour, and it was supposed to be the second leg two years ago. And as we all know, COVID came and shut everything down. Yeah, it did. Yeah. We'll so, take what we can get at this point. So, yes. Yeah. That's and okay. it was a pretty baller show. So it was. On that, it was on very that good. tour, we did, we did, the three of us did Ottawa. Yes. The four of us did Toronto. Did we do any other? Oh, Nashville. We went to Nashville. Nashville, yeah. Was Diane saying something? She... I was about to say Nashville, but then oh. you said it, so okay, I, I was just want like, to interrupt you. Is she mute? I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, okay, yeah. good, good. All right. good. Sorry. Yeah, so we did that. That one was fun because um, we, you know, got to see Christian and Sync. So, and also, of course, so much. AJ fun. and Brian were also there and stuff. So obviously they were at the concert, but this was like a pre-event <laughs> thing. So I guess AJ and Brian. Uh, what? The uh, the Ottawa show was obviously one of our not obviously, but it was one of our best uh, VIP experiences. Really enjoyed yeah. that. It was a very last minute purchase. We're like, eh, do we do this VIP? I don't know. It worked out great for us because they used to have a pit on the last tour. It doesn't appear they're going to have a pit this tour. Well, they I, are. We have tickets in it. No, but like the inside pit. Yeah. They've changed the set design on some of them. I don't know. It's because oh, really? some of them are in places where they can't do that. Yeah, so our yeah, so I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon. Um, there are still tickets available. Uh, you can buy the regular tickets, or you can buy the Ticketmaster tickets, which are two hundred dollars more for the exact same ticket. How nice of them! Official. I feel like I know. If, if you go back in time, we have like an old "Screw You Ticketmaster." I believe was the episode. We do yes, yes. yes. Uh, also, ironically, about Backstreet Boys, I think it was actually the DNA tour, wasn't it? Or do you think it was before that? What the the, the Ticketmaster of the screw you Ticketmaster one? Yeah, no, we were trying to buy, buy DNA tickets. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, not yeah, much has still changed. Not much has changed. No, uh, the ticket buying process was much easier. We just didn't get to go this to the concert. One, yeah, this one was surprisingly like less because we went for pit. So we we're doing um, Toronto and we're doing Darien Lake. Yes. Um, hopefully Lydia will be able to catch one of the shows or something. So we'll see what we can do there. I'm playing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but happier. So it's okay. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we uh, held on to the tickets this entire time. And we yes. were rightly rewarded for this by uh, getting a, uh, what is it called again? An NFT. Yeah, that's nice. So yeah, it was a little. Look at you guys, crypto. Uh, yeah, we all maniacs. got the same one. Lydia, you, you hear like such bad things about NFTs and crypto now. Yes. 
You so, you enjoy crypto or you were interested in learning about it? I am, it? yes. Would an NFT that every thousands and thousands of people have the exact same one be worth anything? Technically, no, because you've watered down the market. But but I if if my calculations are correct, when um, the Backstreet Boys expire uh something kind of like the the beatles they'll be like oh my god they were the greatest boy band of all time then those nfts will be worth it if we're still around if the world hasn't you know collapsed in on itself so it's a more of a waiting game at this point okay but the nft is of a video that is readily available on youtube yes but you own the nft you don't own the youtube yeah okay well i think nobody really but anyways we'll see cool, how that works cool out thing they did do though yeah, yeah. with these nfts is that i believe it was six people got special nfts oh uh, yes i do believe that is correct and then they got uh meet and greets and stuff however that was so yeah hopefully that's that was last there. year yeah so that's still there let us go can you still see us yes. yeah Okay, some weird thing just popped up. So I'm gonna put the mouse okay. over here, so that way, because you, yes. you keep talking and touching it. So Sorry, I'm gonna Sorry put it right touching here. Mouse. Glad we're still here. Okay. Uh, anyway, so okay, so um, to get people excited about the DNA tour that is kicking off sometime in June, which I cannot recall the right date. There's your phone. You I want to say sixth, but I could be yes. wrong. So the boys something just finished doing time. something in Mexico. So that it was exciting. a festival in Mexico. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got, I got like an uh, outdoor festival type thing? Yeah, it was one of those yes. like really big festivils. I think someone was saying it was like 50,000 people there. Yeah, it was Wow. I would never expect okay, to see Okay, so of, the North American stuff. tour kicks off on June 4th at Chula Vista, California. Woo. And kind of makes its way around the West Coast, LA, all that jazz, Phoenix, and then it kind of makes its way across of the country till it comes to us so and then they also important. added more dates they did like add some more september dates. october november i think till december and then they also added some dare more they dates. play some christmas music at the december one uh, i don't think so really. there's no dates in december there's some in november oh, okay uh, people are st still suspecting that they're keeping the end of november and december to do christmas shows yeah okay <laughs> maybe so <gasps> The North American one ends right now in Oklahoma City on September 14th. Okay. Then October 3rd, they ha they ha head to Lisbon, Portugal. They go Ooh. Spain. Nice. They go uh, Germany. Uh, Germany Paris, sold out like so many, right? Das Germans, yes. Yeah, so Paris, France, Amsterdam, yeah. and then Cologne, Berlin, Berlin, Hanover, Mannheim, Mannheim, Munich. Munich. That's so fun. Though. So a whole bunch of Germany, and then Bologna, Italy. Yeah. Uh, then back to Hamburg, Germany, for two dates. Then to Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, then apparently to Poland. Okay. Then back to Germany again for a couple more dates. Hungary, London, Manch. Yeah. So quite, quite, and then uh, so then that ends right now, November tenth. Um, I think that's Belgium, Antwerp, BE. Is that Belgium? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then in January of 2023, that's when they kind of do South America. Oh, okay, so got, that's what I meant. So they got Brazil. Oh, Brazil. And then they have Australia. And do they go to New Zealand? And New Zealand. Those were so the that, ones that were postponed like two times those already. Were postponed a lot. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, nice. yeah, right now they have dates up until March of 2023. So, Quite a bit going on. Good for them. Yeah. So it should be good. It is a very good tour. It's a very yes. good show. Um, so yeah. So if you can see it, I suggest you do. It's lovely. I think it's like 32 songs in the set list. That's like the most they've ever done, I believe. Mm -hmm. So obviously it was put to, out for their DNA album as most tours, but then obviously they have all their classic songs as well. They have that really good medley that you like. That's a good medley. So yeah, yes, that we all liked. But uh, yes. yeah, so it was good so we did so in ottawa we did a meet and greet and then in toronto we did the howie vip so mm. that was uh fun which and one then, am i which one which am one i, am I? So, oh when he did that musical um we didn't go to the musical but yes he was talking it was songs for the musical oh, okay so, okay I remember yes. it. so yeah no it was fun um i think that's actually where we met robin allen for the first time oh yeah our listeners so there oh. you go so 
Uh, yes. All right. So do we want to talk about this video kind of docu-series, what yeah. we call it? Yeah, I think it's a docu -series. Yeah. Yeah. Five so, episodes long. So yeah, five episodes with each six of the boys. Minutes in length. Yeah, they're about, about six-ish minutes, five to seven minutes, each of them. So they're nice little short ones. And they, uh, yeah, so each one is an individual. Rich and Tone and interview them. Can so, you tell us who Rich and yes, Tone is? explain Rich and Tone to Lydia. He's the, he used to be a dancer on the Millennium Tour. And then as, like, time went on, they became bigger. And, like, they direct, like, shows. They did Michael Jackson. Is, is the, that the two musical. people? Rich of Two. Rich okay. and Tone are oh, two people, Oh, yes. I, thought, yeah. I thought Rich and Tone was the one person. Like, he had a fancy name. No, no. Rich they're brothers. Tone. They're brothers. Okay. They're both yeah. dancers? Yes. Rich and Tone Taluega? Taluega? T-A-L-A-U-E-G-A. Taluega? Taluega? They are choreographers. Oh, the choreographers. Yes. Okay, so they started. But they also off were. They were all dancers. Yeah. Okay, and then on the Millennium like Tour, when the when the when the what's it called, the Grasshopper becomes the Sensei, right? They're yes. like, oh, I was on because the they're so Tour. they're so good, right? So they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. let's be like a direct. So they directed like the, the Michael Jackson right. show, Ooh. I believe, in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. So it says Rich and Tone, so R and T. Okay, uh, wait, Rich. Rich, comma, and, and tone. tone. I think tone. It might be short for Tony, but I okay. Who's rich and who's tone? If I don't show, show so you got a fifty chance. The one that we were watching on the YouTube is rich. Rich. So if and you remember, he was the one interviewing everybody. Tone yes. did not. Tone is the okay. other guy. Tone so is like rich the and tone are one of the most sought after creative teams in Hollywood oh. and a driving force behind top live shows, major tours, primetime television and acclaimed films. So they do like, they do lots of stuff. Oh. They direct. Oh, wow. Here, I'll give you a quick little about. So they started evolving from dancers to choreographers and then to creative directors, producers, and now directors uh, Rich and Tone are proprietors of Rich and Tone Productions, which creates, produces, and collaborates on the making of television, film, live events, stage shows, and tours. Hmm. There's another picture of them, if you are watching. Who so is Rich? The one on the left? This. I think Rich is the one who's in the front. Yes, but again, it's I a 50-50 chance of getting that right. Yeah. Yeah, I All right. I know is Rich is the one who interviewed them, and okay. Tone is his brother. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. Yes, they were also at the Backstreet Boys movie premiere that we were at. So they've been yes. they've been involved with Backstreet Boys for a very long time. Oh, okay. I, I believe see. you said from the Millennial the Millennium yes, Tour. Yes, the Millennium Tour. Yeah. Because I'm like, who is this random guy? Oh, here's a really quick. As teenagers, Rich and Tone were discovered by Michael Jackson's choreographer. Mm, yeah. While while freestyling at a club in Oakland, California, within a year, Rich and Tone were on their way to becoming legendary dancers and choreographers, having toured with both Diana Ross and Michael Jackson within months of moving to LA. So that's like Can the whole circle to LA? because they directed Michael Jackson the musical in Vegas. Ooh, wow. This is what happens. Like you walk down the street and like you sneeze and, and someone's like, I like that sneeze. You want to be in the next Marvel video? And they're like, oh, okay. So you're pulling my leg, right? They've done, yeah, they've done a lot of really And Sheeran cool loves stuff. your look. Do you want your own fashion label? Yes, please. I'm just tying my shoe. Back in LA. Choreographed okay. Anyways, uh, Michael Jackson's The Immortal World Tour and the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson One. Ooh. Mm. That. The list so, of artists seeking collaboration. So here's some of the artists they've collaborated with Madonna, Miley Cyrus, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez, Usher, Chris Ooh. Brown, Robin Thicke, Gwen Stefani, Christina Aguilera, Kylie Minogue, Missy Elliott, Black Eyed Peas, The Backstreet Boys. Monica Pink and Dirty Vegas. All like the best people. Oh, I love that. They always like call the Backstreet like icons, legends. They always yeah. like say those yeah. words. I'm well, like, they awesome. are the creative directors of Madonna's MDNA World Tour in 2012, as well as her Super Bowl halftime show performance. Um, mm, I don't know if that's a one to Madonna. brag about. I don't know. 
yeah, so look, Miley Cyrus. They've been nominated for numerous MTV Music Video Awards for videos such as Chris Brown's Fine China, Jennifer Lopez Get Right, Madonna's Sorry in Four Minutes, as well as Chris Brown Wall to Wall and Forever. They also received an Emmy nomination for their work on the 2005 NAACP Image Awards. And yeah, so there you go. Well done. They have ACP is. What is that like a basketball or something? That's NCAA. Oh, okay. What was okay? What was the one that you were talking about? Um, it's like a. I don't know what all the words stand for, so I'm not even gonna attempt to guess. But <laughs> it's like some kind of association that is for like uh, minorities and like making sure they're represented in. Oh, the entertainment. Nice. Yeah. They have like the image awards. They're, they're like a very well known. Yeah. Well, so they're do. they're very big. So, yeah. So, okay. So Rich and Tone, so who I'm like, with, who are these randoms? That so makes they're sense. like the choreographer and I believe the creative directors of the DNA tour. Very good. Yes. They brought so them how, in to help their vision come to life. Yes. All right. So do you want to kind of just, okay. So first, so the up, first episode. Go ahead. Yeah. Sophia, yeah, lead yeah. us, please. Lead the way, oh, Sophia. We're going to so lead on you The first episode was with AJ. And then Rich was asking him, like, um, how did you put the show together? How do you feel about it? And then AJ was saying, um, they should all be proud for putting this sh- a great show together. Um, it's hard to come up with, like, ideas, so it's good to have, like, a collaborative effort to put the show together. So AJ's was more focused on the dance aspect of the DNA tour. I see. So, okay. Uh, yeah, because I feel like chilling. everyone had their own topic, right? Yes. Yeah. So he kind of asked a lot of questions about dance and stuff like that. So. So then he was like asking like the process and the message of their dancing was like so seamless. Um, and then AJ was like, "It's for them. It's great being a performer because not the new or boy bands are about yeah. singing mostly." Um, but not about dancing, but the yeah, boys unless, are... unless they're BTS, but you know, yes, yeah, because like the yeah, because I think AJ mentioned like he's like, well, eventually we're gonna come to, come to a time where we're not going to be able to dance because they'll be too yes. old. But he's like, for now, we're still kicking it, and like, um, and uh, I I like it. I like even like a little dance move. An attempt is yeah. nice. You know what I mean? The when I, when I went to One Direction, I was so close. Yeah. It was really boring. Yeah. So give the example of the Eagles, where the Eagles like are sitting down and they're just singing and mm-hmm. like playing the guitar or whatever. So that will be eventually what they do. Um, sure, but but it's like, yeah. not yet. We still have, you know, energy to do the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. I like that. I and then, down- Oh, sorry. Sorry, and then they have like a formula that works for them. They're like showmanship. They sing live and dance, and that's very hard to do at the same time. And not all groups do that. Yeah, um, he was like live. We sing live. Like yes. he made like a very, very he made a point to say that. Yeah. Which is um, and then they have songs that show off their voices because like they settle it down a little. Um, cause you can't dance for two hours straight. Cause you're like going to die basically. Yes, totes. Um, so they like to like, Death by dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so they have like breathe. Don't want to lose you now. Um, I'll never break your heart. They like show those, their vocals in that yes. one. I would say it was a bit of a distraction cause like they're talking and like, I hear a Backstreet Boys song in the background. I'm like, Oh, so and I'm like singing along to the song. And I'm singing along to the song. I'm like, I'm not listening to the interview shit. Yeah. So essentially it was them. They were kind of like in a Zoom interview type thing. Yeah. And then they were showing clips of stuff over the years. Like older clips. I like that. Them, that was nice. You hear the music and stuff. Yeah. Um, at one then, point, AJ said his the best dance that they did is Undone. That was his favorite one, even though it's not complicated. He said it's very simple, but he just really liked the way that they do that one. Yes, and he said that the lights light up, so that helps as well. Oh, the light, the microphone stands light up, and he's like, if they didn't light up, then this song would just be boring. But what song is that? I can't think. Sometimes simple is better. Did they even do that on DNA though? I don't remember. I don't think so. That's what he was. That was in the Vegas show. I don't know. Vegas show was based on DNA, wasn't it? No. The, Vegas, the ones that they did in April were the DNA show, but their original Vegas show was not the DNA show. 
Do you want to yeah. look up the sellers just in case? I thought they did. Which I thought so too, to? but we, we went to both. It together. Did I True. go to both? Yeah. CS1. We went to Vegas in 2019. And with with your mom. Yeah, and we went to the Vegas show. Yeah. And then we went to DNA in Toronto. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you I thought you said we went to two Vegases. I'm like, I don't remember going to Vegas. No, no. Undone okay. is on the list as number yeah. one. Why don't I remember it? It's been a while since we've seen there that are, show. There's 33 songs on the... I guess so, eh? 31 songs plus two encore songs. 31 songs! So God bless it. Um, it was longer than a Hanson album. So then he was so, like, in the moment, he loves like hearing the fans scream. He takes out the inner ear out to hear the screams. Ah, that makes sense. Cause um, to, feel, sense. to feel it. Because sometimes when you have the inner ear, you don't hear that. Um, so yeah, he likes to take it out, hear it, feel it. And that helps him during the show. Yeah. That makes more sense than my note, which looks like it says tax ear out. Takes the ear out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he takes his interview out. Yes. And then um, they like showed fans appreciation. They're like, thank you to the fans. They're the ones um, who got us here. Uh, without them, without their support, they wouldn't be here. Um, they're loyal, loyal to the core. Um, they're very forgiving. I appreciated that part. I thought that was funny. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. Yeah. Christmas we album. We forgive you when you promise things and don't deliver Christmas albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was basically the gist of it. Um, and they ended on that note for that episode after thanking the fans. Did I miss anything? Feel free to include anything that I missed. Any thoughts, Dee? No. I watched <laughs> this like seven, eight weeks ago. I oh, barely shit. remember it. Okay, okay. Because okay. <laughs> they released one episode a week, right? Was that how yes, it was? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Uh, kind of hype people up. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, right. that makes sense. All right. Move on. All right, episode this. number two is Brian. And they're talking about music. Which music. is ironic because his voice is dying. We all Although this one, you could hear him a little bit better. Yeah. I felt like it, I'm like maybe because I haven't actually like listened to them talk in a while because it's been a while obviously but yeah like his sound his voice sounded a bit rough right yeah I, yeah there? yeah no no you're it right sounded very like gravelly and like but a little bit better but then I, I was don't just know, like is this how know. Brian normally sounds like no. I know he had issues with like singing vocals but I thought his talking vocals were fine but I guess it's in and out I believe it's in and out even the talking. I... Part. That's like the saddest thing ever, man. Like, but, like imagine becoming like super famous and then your voice just dies on you. That's shit, man. It's becoming a mute. Yeah. It's not Adele cool. had that problem too. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think Did she I... had surgery, or was it Adele? Maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. Damn, that sucks. But I, I, I heard he, he, I could hear him struggling, which was like kind of hurtful on the heart, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was for sure. For sure. Um, okay, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, so Diane was about to say something. Oh, sorry, D, go ahead. It's fine. It's not important. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was. I'm no, no, sorry. it's very important. Saying, go ahead. I was looking at our names and how they're backwards. Sorry, that's Shazia. Oh shit, that's okay. Why are our names backwards? I don't know. <laughs> it's not backwards for me. Oh, it is for me. Damn. Oh. oh well, it's okay. Well, that's why we introduce ourselves at the beginning. Exactly. All right. Crisis averted. Okay, anyways, go ahead, someone. Okay. Please, Me? someone talk. Diane? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I don't know. I was just going to say that um, I don't think it's all a physical issue. No? I think they even discussed in the documentary how some of it is like an anxiety-based thing. Oh. Is it? So, like, when mm -hmm. he gets nervous about speaking in front of a lot of people, then then it that's when you hear the cracking. And a lot of the times, like, you might even notice in this thing that it starts off really bad and then progressively gets better. It's true. Mm -hmm. yes. I did notice that. So then it's like because I guess he's nervous to like start talking. Yeah. And so it's like it sounds like more rough. And then as he like gets more comfortable, it comes. Yeah. normally and i think they said that's even with the singing right like when he has to perform in front of a lot of people like it's he doesn't do as well as like when if he's just like practicing at home 
Yeah. I had never thought that that could be an issue, but yeah, like it's interesting to hear about them having anxiety. Cause you're like, you're a backstreet boy. Like you're like the king shit. You have anxiety. I have anxiety and I'm a lonely pan. I think we different. also talked about having yeah. anxiety too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more like, imagine like, okay, you're good at mm-hmm. cooking. Okay. But then something happens to your stove and you never know like if it's going to work or if it's not going to work. Yeah. Right. So now every time you're expected to cook, you're going to be like, oh, God, is this stove going to work? Yeah, that's true. Right. And then maybe you just fuck up because you're so nervous about like, is the stove going to heat up? Like, is this actually going to like cook my chicken or is it not? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so then. you are just making yourself screw up versus like the tool actually not working. True. Mm-hmm. true. I don't okay. think it's like, oh my God, I have, I'm so like, like you get in your head because, because of something, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, I burned the thing. And it just yeah. goes to show like, even though you're famous or you're like, have a great career, you, everyone, you're human, right? Everyone gets anxiety. Yeah. Everyone has something going on with them. A problem. I was going to say, like, when I make my burgers. So it was like, these are the best burgers ever. So I was like, okay. And then I, like, start panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, what if I forget all the ingredients and I don't know what I'm doing? Even though it's the same. It's always the same. Essentially thing. But then I get really panicked, especially if, like, a new person is going to be trying the burgers. or I haven't made them yet for the season, the first, like, burger thing of the season. Mm. You can make burgers for me anytime. They're always good. Delicious. I know a lot of people are all purists about, oh, it's just meat and salt. But I'm like, no. She's got a blending. Thing I got a blend. There's a process for this. Don't They're reveal delicious. your secrets. Okay. No one's having, I'm not shipping burgers to people. Okay. Tell me. It's <laughs> essentially more like making a meatball or something. I use the ninja or magic bullet to like blend up vegetables and put it in there. Then there's also breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese and other stuff. Delish. But carry on with yeah. Brian's music. It has nothing to do with that. So. Okay. So go back okay. to Brian and his voice. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, he, so. That, that, thank you, thank you for explaining that to Timmy D because I didn't know that he that I didn't know anxiety played a part in his voice. I just thought like it was just it was breaking. Well, we just rewatched the documentary recently, and I feel like that kind of refreshed that. Because uh, for some mm-hmm. reason, I thought it was just a physical thing. I didn't realize it was also kind of a, a mental thing. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's so, just like hence sure. the reason why you hear it when he talks sometimes as well. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. All right. So take us back on track. Okay. Let's go to you. What happened? What else happened? Okay, so then he was like, it's ble- it's like he's they're blessed to have like longevity, um, but the music is where it's at. Um, that's where it starts. If you don't have the music, then you have nothing. Yeah, that's fair. And then they are a musical yeah. group. So yeah. And then yeah, like 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 I said, if we didn't have music, we wouldn't have anything. Um, then they talk about like how the sound came to be at first. Um, the sound they were making like that grade of music, um, but then they met. Max Martin and Dennis Pop. Um, then they went when they went to Sweden, and then that was like, okay, this is the song, yeah, or this is the sound that they're gonna use going forward. I like that. Dennis Pop didn't realize he was dead. Oops, that sucks. Dennis Pop died during like Show Me the Meaning, did he not? I think it was like 96, 97. Like he died a while yeah. ago. It is like he's yeah. dead. I'm he's like, dead. Yes. Yeah, no. I think like, that was the video that, the yeah, video? yeah, they were like, this is in memory of Dennis Pop. But I think he died in like 99 or 2000. Oh. Jezio will prove you wrong. Why did I think it was 97, 98? Well, right, why guys? would they make a song like years later? So Dennis Pop is this That's true. that you cannot see because it's really blurry. It looks yeah. like, he's like Taylor Hansen. He looks like somebody else. I don't remember who. Oh, no. He's sorry, Rip, like Rip Dennis. Don't even make fun of you. Uh, he died August 30th, 1998. He huh. was born in 60... Split the difference. You he guys said 96, 97. I said 99, 2000. is bang in the middle. There we go. He was going he was only 35 years old, guys. Oh, shit. That's we cancer, Cancer? Uh, he died of stomach cancer at the age oh, of 35. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Uh, the Backstreet Boys, Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely, and Jessica Folker's song, A Little Bit, were both dedicated to him. E-Type, remember E-Type? E-Type, yes. Album, Last Man Standing, commemorates him. And Britney Spears dedicated her 
award for best song at the 99 MTV Music Video European Aww. Music Video Awards to him. That's so nice. Oh, that's so, so nice. yes, he definitely worked with a lot of artists for sure. So, oh so yeah. So then he was saying like those two uh, really made were the right people to make their sound what it is today. Um, and then they helped set the foundation. And that's why you continue to love their music because like that was the f- foundation of it. It's grow and it's grown and grown. They yeah. defined a sound. Good sound. Uh, yeah. if, if it's living on 30 years later. Great job, Dennis yes. and Max. Those are classic songs. Max Martin, if you will. Yes. Tickle the balls. Yes. Uh, Tickling Max Martin's balls. Yeah, we have so, a Max Martin episode if you want to go back and listen to that somewhere. It's beautiful. So then he was saying, like, um, the one song that was, like, a sleeper song for them was, like, Quit Playing Games. It was their first number one song. Yeah. Um, that was interesting because I didn't realize that he, Matt that Brian, did the whole vocals for that. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that either. He's told this story like ten times. Oh, oh okay. Maybe? Apparently, I was just yeah. like, "Oh, this is a new story." Yeah, I, I thought heard. it was a new. No, that's an old no, story. I was like, "Here we go with the quit playing game story." Yes, and then the label were like, "Oh no, we want Nick to sing the second verse." Verse, yeah. And yeah. Brian is clearly bitter about it still yeah, to this day. Say, yeah, well, Brian is bitter about a few things, so it's not well, really. He was down at three in the morning recording, and I'm like, in the oh. dungeon. In the dungeon, I'm like, he's like, just me and this guy. I'm like, oh, oh. It was all like, like you're just perking up. Like, ah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's a good thing. Did match. Oh my God. Yeah, and then he was. Yeah, go ahead. And then he was like, songs live forever, people connect to it, um, the impact the songs made when they first started out, people enjoy it to, still to this day. Um, he said that. Music is the vibration of the soul, and everyone has a soul. And if you can't connect to that, you have issues. Except for and Jeff they... Bezos. <laughs> no soul. Jeff Bezos has no soul. Jeff and they ended it on that Jeff note. Bezos. And they were going to episode three with Howie D. Howie right. So what was Howie's main focus? And then, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. No, no, you first. No, main focus. Go ahead. Uh, you have it on the um, list. Why aren't you looking at it? Because I stopped writing it down. But uh, I believe Howie's main focus was the guys as a group. Yeah, the relationship. relationship. So, Rich, oh my God, the fa- my favorite question. Do you guys ever argue? Do you guys hate each other right off the bat? Yeah. And Howie's always like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then Howie was like... <laughs> And how he was like, they love each other. They fight like brothers. He's Sometimes they'll go down and dirty fighting. But yeah, in the end, they all want to win. But then he also said, I don't think I would treat my real brothers that <laughs> bad. It's like, wow. Yeah. And then, and then he was like, communication is key for them. Um, that's why they still with the group together for after 29 years. Because they communicate they lay it all on the table. There's like no secrets. And that they have different limitations as well. Like yeah. some yes. people will do much more. The other one's like, nope, we're stopping here. And the other one's like, yes. oh, keep doing this. Like, Everyone has their enough button. Something yeah. is different for Howie than it is for Brian. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Um, I kind of wonder what it would be like to like be a fly on the wall in like a backstreet argument. I know we saw well, it. we did, we saw it. But like... I like, I like their, I don't want to say this nicely. I like you like when argu- they fight? I like their arguments better than Carter versus Carter. I feel like yeah. that's a little bit more scary. Those and, ones stress me out. I know. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, there's no resolution to, like, you being fucking insane, Aaron. You know, like, I just feel like. How do you really feel? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes the fighting with the boys, I don't know why it's funny, but it makes me laugh sometimes. Yeah. I don't know why. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, you know. I, I'm like, where is she going with this? Okay, okay. They truly love each other, so they They do. They really do. Um, and then they said, like, when they were doing the Unbreakable and This Is Us album, they could have, like, stopped right there um, because it was just the four of them. But they're like, no, let's keep going. Um, they stuck it out. Their bond was stronger because of it. Um, 
Yeah. There was a they, thought that I had at that point because I was just like, actually, because we think about the whole Kevin leaving the band thing. He was in his it was like not really a skirt fight. wearing moment. Like I, it was what? It was during like his like skirt wearing days, I think, wasn't okay. it? I don't know. I can't remember. I, at least the story has never been told to us this way. But to me, it sounded like he just needed a break and he wanted mm-hmm. to spend time with his family. It wasn't yeah. like a fuck you guys. I hate the Backstreet Boys. True. True. Blah, yeah. Blah. Like I he was not I, inspired anymore, like he said. Exactly. And I think that's interesting. Like, of course, we don't know all of the behind the scenes stuff. So probably some of them were probably like, what the fuck, man? You can't leave. It's going to break up the band or whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if this actually You tried happened. to Justin Timberlake? But Kevin, but by the way, would not be able to. Because he wasn't going for music. He was going <laughs> for acting. Oh, oh God. So oh, Vampire Bert. Oh. But, oh, how he did say this, like, um, he gave like everyone has like their own thing that they can do with within the group or out of the group as well. Right. Like you do solo stuff and then you can come back and that helps you in the group as well. The door is essentially always open. Yes. Yeah. I guess that's good. I mean, like if you think about it this way, right? Like they're going on uncharted territory here. When you think of boy bands, a lot of them break up right mm-hmm. like like remember like the Beatles and like the guy was dating Yoko Ono and he's like peace out losers right and then he got John Lennon good p-p-p-p-powed, right yeah. oh, you know okay yeah okay. yeah anyways yeah. so um so like there hasn't ever been a successful band that was like let's just go in separate ways and come back and I feel like Backstreet's done that very successfully i mean new kids took a break to do real estate and you know be gay but um what you know like that's okay. the reason why um they also took a break 25 years or however long it was yeah, 12 yeah. years 15 years yeah but like years. backstreet never really did like i yeah. feel like they the, their communication must be top notch because like they're still going but what i thought was interesting remember we're watching the documentary mm-hmm. when brian and nick had that fight Brian said he didn't talk to Nick for a year. Yeah. And yet they were true. still doing their shit as a band together. And so he kind of put it aside for the greater thing of the band, but they didn't hang out or whatever. Okay. So was that think... when they were still doing shit as a band though? Were they, I think it was the time. Cause they kind I of think that was during off time. Was, was it? Yeah. I think it was off time. Yeah. Stuff? Cause they were yeah. off from about 2003 to 2005. But they didn't break up though. They were just off. No, and then they didn't break up. And in mm-hmm. fact, they're this I believe they've said this that Brian like all of them except Nick were in there recording an album and they couldn't get Nick to come in uh, and mm-hmm. like do his parts and everyone was pissed at him. Mm. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking that was the time. And then they just scrapped that entire album and did never yeah. gone instead. Oh wow. Yeah. So this was when Nick was doing some solo-y stuff? Mm-hmm. No, this is when Nick was doing some questionable stuff. Uh, some yes, drug stuff. Yes. Some Paris Hilton stuff. Some, like, you oh, know, yeah. House of Carter stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this mm-hmm. was the, the dark you times. You know what? I, 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 this is, makes me a horrible, horrible um, person. Yes, here we go. But uh, even though I have it autographed, I have never read Nick's biography. He said he didn't write it, though. He didn't write who it. Who said yeah, he, didn't he did? Write it. He, wrote, he wrote it. I thought you said he didn't write it. No, he did. I'm thinking of Burt Ward. If you read it, you would know he wrote it. <laughs> oh, oh, grammatical errors and plot holes. You know what, guys? That's going to be my goal this year is to finally read, what is it? Facing love music? him to death. Sorry, love him to death. But Is there an audiobook? Maybe. If there's an audiobook, that's easy to digest. Hmm. So remind me to remind you about audio. No, I, I would suggest reading it because at oh, least... Yeah. If you're reading it, Ooh, you can just maybe I could do a dramatic reading of it. Could put it down and walk away. From it. A little bit, a little. I yeah. feel like if you're listening to it, like, and you're in the car, like, I suppose you could turn it off. But I just feel like, guys, we could voice the audiobook. Okay, well, yeah. So oh. I was thinking that, okay. or do we need licensing for that? Oh. We uh, go listen to our girl about town, which is the O Town one. It's a two-parter. That's a few episodes back. We read that most, not all of it. Shelly was it. like, let me just hit the important parts. Every page. <laughs> okay, there was a lot of good parts in that book. And somebody True. actually just asked where she could get it in our comments. And I'm like, well, 
You can't. Yeah, who's going to come after you? Exactly. So, for that um, one. No, what I'm saying so, about the Nick one, I wasn't saying dead. specifically to do it on the podcast. I'm saying we have a boy band road trip coming no! up. No, Chinzia, I'll kill myself. I will blow my <laughs> brains out. Jeez, it's really not good. Bad. Yes, really? it's bad. So Ooh, does he really? talk about these times or is he just giving life advice or what is the... You I feel like uh, <laughs> let's talk about this another okay, time. Okay, let's get back to okay, this. Okay, 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 so sorry. So were we talking about Brian in the music or we had no, no this is Howie. Howie Okay. I like how he mentioned that he has anxiety too. That was nice. You mentioned that earlier. Yes. But yes. So then they're saying like their bond is like what makes them stronger now because they went through like trials and tribulations. Um they've achieved their success. They know uh, they know now that they're in control of their own destiny. They don't need to go as hard as they did when they were in the beginning. Obviously, they're still working hard and that kind of thing. But now they're like, okay, we're in control now. Nobody's in control of us. Yes, I like that. That is a good Very feeling. Nice. We'll yes. say. And then um, he was like, yes, I have anxiety um, of like sometimes not remembering dance moves or like song lyrics um but he said he needs those nerves to keep him on his toes yeah because sometimes when he's comfortable he messes up and then the boys are like hey howie you messed up and then so with this he's like, he's like i'm, I'm i was for so long and i'm in south yes. america and i'm like messing up on stage yes exactly and then um he was saying like like brian said they can move mountains with their voices together Mm -hmm. um they've grown up together they've grown up with fans um like i said rich was always saying like the word icons because they're yeah. like iconic band they're they legends um and then how is like very humble about this because they're like oh we don't see it like you see it but we're thankful that you always say it and it motivates us to sing to dance and that kind of thing mm -hmm. And then the last one before it went to the next episode was um, a Grammy be, would be something they would like to achieve yes. still um, because nine nominations, although great, they have not won. And then yes, that yes. time would be the one where they're like, okay, we finally made it. That would be nice. Give him a Grammy. Give him a Grammy. Yeah. I also felt... I almost felt like it was kind of like a, like a kick to the groin that the Grammys did that whole like thing with them. Like they had a whole exhibit with the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And, and they were just like, oh, come spend money and look at this Backstreet Boys stuff. But they've never run a Grammy. <laughs> like, I don't know. You'd think yeah. that year they would have been like, well, what do we got here? They had like, don't, don't go break my heart. Was that nominated again? Yeah. Yeah. Don't so go break my heart. Yeah. I think so. Don't go breaking my heart. They didn't win, but they got uh, nominated. Grammy worthy. Not really. Well, they thought so because they got nominated. What did they I lose mean, to that time? Shallow. Shallow. Oh, oh shit, yeah. yeah. There was no okay. way that they worked. There's no shallow. way. That's like the was such a great song in that time. <laughs> oh yeah, wonderful song. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh, of what I should say, it was the most popular song at that time. Yeah, that is true. It definitely got, as Lydia said in our previous, the airplay and all that jazz. Definitely got all the airplay. Yes. Yeah, so. You're like, oh, you're like, I love it, but I also hate it the more I listen to it. Because they always play it, right? Like, how many times are you going to play it? Like, once in That's a while, true. okay. But, like, if you're going to overplay it, then you're going to, like, hate the song. It's like eating chocolate cake all the time. You're like, this is great. <laughs> I can't admit to you. Yeah. yeah, like But yeah, no, I like that because Howie, the anxiety thing, that was one of the stories he told us when we did the Howie meeting read in Toronto. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And he was talking about how he does get those anxious, anxiety, butterfly things, but that's pretty much the only way he could perform. Yeah. And then yeah. he also like sometimes will second guess himself and be like, you know, am I worth it? Like to be in the group and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, and remember in the documentary, they were talking about how Howie was the lead singer and all the time. And then when they got their new sound, then they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, Howie. You're just kind of like, everyone's going to throw you in the background. So yeah, I, I always feel for Howie. So for sure. Yeah. And like on the first cruise, 
when uh so the first cruise kevin wasn't back yet so they <laughs> asked that was like one of my favorite lines yeah. this was like one of the things that made me fall for howie and i'm like oh this howie. is funny because they're just like um so with kevin not being in the group like how is that different and then howie goes i get to sing yes. <laughs> like, oh, my favorite is that you always do like a high pitch for howie yeah i, don't know. Oh, he sound I like just it. like he's just like an adorable little man oh my god like, he's so great yeah, so go. Kudos okay, so episode four is now with Kevin. Woot woot. And quick so. note, we watched it on double speed because <laughs> we were running out of time and Kevin sounded normal. So that must mean that he was very slow. Rich is like, blah, 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 blah. and Kevin's like, well, the thing is, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. and we're like, like, oh, oh, okay. Oh my gosh. It's pretty that funny. is, I love, love Kevin to bits. Yeah, I know. Him. Such a sweet man. He's very engaging. He looks you in the eye when he talks to you. He has he moments. The mom's like, favorites. If he was uh, an animal, I would put him as like a sloth. Yeah, totally. Just or a like, snail. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Totes. I'm like, love you, Kev. Don't come at me, Kevin girls, but you know. This. We you love know Kevin me. so much. Well as molasses. Yeah. Yes. They what know. Was- they know as well. Okay, can I episode, go on for Kevin? What was his thing? Yeah, so uh, Kevin production, production side. You're right. Go ahead. So this okay. is a very interesting episode. I like yeah, that. this was very interesting. So yeah, he yeah. said, um, if you want to have success, you have to earn it. Um, if you if you you have to deserve it, right? You want it, so you deserve it because you earned it. Um, if you didn't uh, put in the work, you don't deserve it uh, for that show to be great. Uh, this was the production. So he said his favorite show, this is his favorite show uh, since the Millennium Tour. So the DNA Tour is like, he loves it. Um, it's a good representation of their legacy um, and the footprint of their entire career. Would you guys agree? Do you feel that the DNA was one of their best shows or what do you think? No. Yeah, I think it's on par with Millennium. But Yeah. That's the one that I compared to because that's the one that I went to when I first started going to concerts was that show, the Millennium show. I feel like all the shows blend together for me, so I can't specifically say I like one more than the other, but Diane, I feel like you remember things. I feel like it depends what you're talking about, Mm. right? Like, because everyone's going to have their own personal bias based on whatever they experienced during those particular shows. Like there are people who loved the unbreakable tour and the this is us tour because like, even in a world like this, because they were just like more accessible at that time. Yeah. And so people were having more like personal and engaging experiences. But like, if you're talking production wise and like quality of the show itself, obviously those ones were lower budget. Mm-hmm. Right, so they weren't as I, elaborate and I, whatnot as mm-hmm. DNA is. Which one was the one where they brought the girl on stage? Was I that was oh was that NKOTBSB? NKOTBSB. Like when they when bring they somebody the on stage to like sing to her. They've done that at a couple of times. They've done that for a few different things. I think you're probably thinking of NKOTBSB. I think so. Um, but they've brought people on stage for multiple things. I'm pretty sure um, in a and world like this was tour, the yeah, one they had them all on the back where you could like buy the VIP where you like sat back there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah. feel like this, the DNA tour is definitely less personable because they're not bringing somebody on stage. It goes but back it's, but it's to... more polished. Yeah. yeah. Production wise and in terms of like feeling of whatever it's definitely goes back to more of like a millennium black and blue type of a show where like the budget is big it's a it's a big like we're playing big arenas and whatnot and not just like amphitheaters because obviously in an amphitheater you can't put together yeah as much of a production you're outside you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah um but when you're in you know arenas and bigger like venues like that you can and with because of vegas they were able to do that Mm -hmm. um for dna so it was it was more of a millennium black and blue type production of a show 
like a big budget let's do this type yeah. Thing. yeah but so in that sense with, he's saying yeah with that then comes less of that like intimate feel where you feel like mm. you're connecting with them and whatever it's more of a performance to a huge audience kind yeah. of thing, which is i like it's a better show for the people who are in the rafters yeah but it, it, it depends and, what you're looking for, right? Yeah. And, and not like it was a good thing. show if in the, you're in the pit, right? For DNA, if you're in the pit, it's a good show because mm. you get them, you know, touching your hands, like giving you eye contact, that kind of thing. But how many people are experiencing that? Well, I don't know. I experienced that. So that's why I was like, DNA is a pretty good show. But again, that's personal <laughs> bias, right? Is that's it, every personal bias. Absolutely. Sorry? Isn't every pit show a good show? If you're in the pit, you got to do Yeah, if you're in the pit, absolutely. Yeah. But I thought Millennial was a good show as well, but I was all the way up there because I was like 11 years old. That's what I'm saying. So So you would say that like all the shows where you're in the pit, in a world like this, you're in the pit, you're getting interaction, right? Versus Lydia, who usually is sitting further back. Yeah. Doesn't (laughs) have that. Yeah. Like, oh, I really like this show because that's the show where, like, AJ grabbed my hand and, like, sang to me and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she can judge it more just based on quality of show. Yeah. Yeah. I know this is not your experience, but do you remember what show I went to in Calgary? When that was, they were kind of had like a bit of a wasn't it stage. wasn't it NKOTB is that the no, one? No, it wasn't. It was the one where Rosie got the VIP picture, and that then... was in a world like this. In a world like this, because Kevin was back. Because I yeah. remember in the middle, because in the oh, middle okay. of the show, because I had made my mom a sign saying my my daughter. I was in a world here. like this, and then he okay. like literally in the middle of the song said like, "Are you having a good time? Are you?" She's like, "Yeah, it's great. Like whatever." So, and then AJ came into the crowd. I believe that was the one where Brian jumps over the stage. Yes. Okay. Yeah, stage. I was in a world. Like so yeah so like sometimes they mesh together that one, the pit and then when we were at darian lake for the pit who was i standing with we were with diane i was with diane we were trying to we were trying to i was in the Sophia. right pit, so, I think, and you were in the left right or was yes, i in the left and you were in we the didn't right? know what side they were in and it was like a general admission pit but then once you got there they put you one side to the other so we're like we're gonna sneak up on sophia and they're like oh here's your wristband we're like cool and they're like oh no sorry you're on this side we're like oh well <laughs> and it was funny but where we were situated was right at the end of the stage so like aj was like what three feet away from us like and he's like we're holding up signs we're doing all the stuff and all the people around us are like oh my god they like know you i'm like no he's just coming for the signs like we had the rolling the dice we had so it's just like i feel like it definitely it make it, it's definitely more helpful to be in a pit if you can because it's fun and more interaction and i feel like now if i'm like stuck with nosebleeds because we don't have tickets at the moment for the july 2nd show but they had lawn seats and we're like okay maybe we could do lawn seats and i was like no we you're well like, beyond lawn seats. I, yeah. I can like, do lawn seats because like i'm poor i'll set out a little blanket can you the 100 that? section you're like oh i don't know yeah. although you're a little bit <laughs> elevated over but yeah yeah but like remember in vegas we were like fifth row out behind the tables and i was like this is the worst seats ever like it was, and they're not so i'm sure you're a snob i know i'm sorry guys this makes me sound like a complete douchebag but i just feel like okay. i like feeling like acknowledged that i'm there i don't know yeah once you go there once you're getting acknowledged you're like no i can't go back once, to it just depends way. what you're looking for in the concert right like right. to yeah. you that's really important Yes. Right, but for other people, like that's not what they came to do. I remembered my earlier point that I forgot when I started. Okay, so this big production Backstreet Boys thing is awesome, and I think it's awesome that they can still sell out these arenas and things for like twenty thousand people and stuff like that, and put on this big posh show. But then you got like our our, our little boys of O Town, love them dearly, but their like production is literally just their laptop pressing play. Which is like a step down from 98 degrees, whereas a man pressing play on the laptop. Um, but like, it's yeah. it's interesting to see that the Backstreet Boys can still draw in the giant crowds like that and can do this big production. Mm. Whereas like O Town, you definitely feel more intimate and stuff. But like, they even have VIP. But they still put on a good show, so that's. But good they they as all well. put on great shows in different regards. But mm. I'm like, I don't mm. know if I could picture O Town doing a big stadium tour now. 
like with the being in the like that'd be cool if they could i think they could i think they, yeah. I, they definitely could like i watch that live from new york all the time so maybe if they brought back ashley i don't think ashley wants stadium. to come back man. well maybe you should because i miss it he's he's too busy being naked on instagram he could do that on stage that's okay wasn't yeah Working i just i think Broadway, if anything backstreet boys Broadway. is a proof of concept that boy bands still sell mm-hmm. and and, well, and even band like, girls got money now so yeah but yeah in terms of like catalog notoriety and uh like song quality and popularity you can't really compare backstreet boys to o-town because yeah, O-Town really, before they before their big drop, had two albums, right? Mm-hmm. And even One, like, really. I don't o- think... O-Town in O2, remember? Yeah, what's on O2 that was like a huge hit for them? These are the days? Maybe? No. Okay, I don't know. Um, but yes, and even like in sync, like in sync, I have no... I have no bombs at all. Out. They will definitely sell out. They were 100%. Yeah, like, they could. But out. again, it's about notoriety and, and about like... Song catalog. song catalog and just like general like fame and like people knowing them right people know who NSYNC are yeah there are we know who O-Town is but there are even in North America there are people who would who are like who yeah and if you're like oh the liquid dreams people they'd be like oh yeah but like they couldn't tell you the names of who's in the group they couldn't tell you like any other songs that they have, like whatever. It's interesting, like the Lou bands got progressively less famous as he. Mm-hmm. he ran well, out of you ask people who's in NSYNC, they're like Justin Timberlake, you know, Lance Bat, like the, yeah. they're they're the more well known names. Mm-hmm. What? Tone. Yeah. yeah. The guy with the pineapple hair. hair. Um, <laughs> who we're yes. going to see soon? Ooh. All right. So, what episode were you we on? Okay, sorry. Five? Okay, let's, so can I finish? Yes. yes, please. Okay. Okay. So then the, he uh, Rich asked Kevin what makes a great production show, and then Kevin was like listing down, saying the key elements are the sound has to sound great, the music, the mix, the arrangements of the songs, um, the lighting. Um, he, they were saying like "Don't Want You Back" is amazing live. Yeah. The production of that in that song with the light, the lighting is really good. Um, and then Kevin was like, "Each number should look different. Song yes. shouldn't look like the other song. They're not the same song, so they shouldn't be the same production." And then you don't want like a Hanson situation where everything starts blending. So yeah, yeah. Like well, and that's something again that you're gonna appreciate more if you're not super mm-hmm. close up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you can see exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And, and then um, they were like, uh, "It's pure magic when the boys come together." Um, and then Kevin was like, "Some nights are effortless, effortless in the zone, um, and sometimes they hit a wall." Because like, you're on tour for so many days, so many months. Like, it's a long time. It's the same um, thing every night. Same people. Like you always seeing the boys. So you know, sometimes yeah. you're like. Ah, you don't want to see their faces anymore, basically. Spoiler alert, it's the same show every night. Yeah. Yes. There's no... Di- Whereas if it was not as big of a production with all the video elements and the lighting and stuff like that, they could swap songs in and out. Because some bands do do that throughout mm-hmm. mid-show. They're like, eh, yeah. you know, we're playing this too long. Or you have to build that in. Like the Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers show mm-hmm. was yes. a big production with all, like, fucking flames and sh- the yeah, yeah alarm man. Yeah, they built in an aspect to their show where people could do requests, where mm-hmm. they could change that section of the show every night. That's in the cool. B stage area, yeah. right? Because that's the smaller stage. There's nothing they don't have to worry about. All that stuff they do that. So that is kind of cool how they do that. So. Hmm. I don't think the boys have ever really like done that much. We're changing the set list. Once it's set, it's set. They might have taken out like one song and added another song. Yeah. But I have I don't recall between like they've swapped out yes. songs occasionally yeah. or like changed the order of songs slightly, but they yeah. you know they don't make drastic changes. Well, yeah. remember when they used to do sound check meet and greets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during those ones, they would do like their songs, but sometimes they would ask for like the crowd or the crowd would be like, "Hey, can you do this song?" Whatever, yes. and then because again because of their catalog because they have so many songs. 
they don't remember them a lot of the time. Yeah, so right. they'll be Googling the lyrics to their own songs because it's not what they're used to. And they're not, even on, um, on the cruise, when they were getting ready for Millennium Night, they were practicing all that ahead of time because some of those songs they hadn't sang in years, right? So they're like, mm-hmm. I don't remember this, like whatever. So yeah, they were looking on YouTube. They were looking on YouTube, <laughs> trying to remember some of the dance moves yeah, and things like that. So could just yeah. be. So that's kind of, I guess, a good problem to have. But again, like you're making like this big production, you don't want to be like, okay, we're doing this big show and now we're going to swap in a song that we didn't really practice. And now, I don't know how to work. It's like, oh crap. Then they look unprofessional, right? Right. And I feel like the Backstreet Boys really pride themselves on their professionalism Mm -hmm. and their ability to like, cleanly do things. Whereas some of the other boy bands are a little more chill and then just like, oh, whatever. The crowd will just sing along. Ninety degrees. <laughs> I think more like an O town, if you will, or whatever. They'll be like, ah, whatever, blah blah blah. Oh, we messed up. We're hilarious. Let's move on. But I feel like, especially certain members of the Backstreet Boys, seem a little more like what is it? Kevin Laced. They're like, we need to, yes. do this exactly Kevin? right. Yeah. Kevin. I was going to say Kevin. Kevin and Brian, Brian yeah. actually. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, Kevin and Brian. Yeah. Um, and then um, Rich asked, like. How do you still stay humble? And then Kevin was like childhood friends, um, mm-hmm. telling him the truth. Cause sometimes people just say, yeah, no, that's great. But like your childhood yeah. friends who you've known for a long time, they're going to tell you how it is. Um, his okay. wife as well. Um, yeah. Obviously the four other boys. Um, also the entertainment business uh, is not kind to nope. like older groups. Nope. So they're always like on to the next. So that keeps you humble as well. I will say um, men are just certainly more forgiving for being old in Hollywood than women are. Yeah. I, I think that they have a for sure. They have Definitely. A for that. But well, uh, if they gain weight or whatever, oh, dad bod. Oh, you're so hot. For I know, bod. right? You know, like, yeah. Oh, my God. What's that? Because uh, you yeah. so fat. I'm like, oh, my God. She's fine. And Jessica people. Simpson, the one time, and she's like, and they kept talking about how fat she was. And she looked back and she's like, I was not fat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's you're healthy. It's okay to be that because you're healthy. You're not. Mm, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then he he said like always sound good and don't settle. And then yeah. the next, the last episode, the saving final. the best for last, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 Nick Carter. Yes, I was like, oh, I'm paying attention. Now. Okay, I didn't really understand his theme. His theme was how they got together. Yeah, I think that? origin story. I think. So like, yeah, that. origin story, or like how they first started touring together. What did they do? So they went to like obviously school gyms. They went to everywhere to like hone their craft. Um, make sure like they get seasoned with their singing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did like a SeaWorld performance, that kind of thing. Um, and then uh, what was funny was he was saying like um, he started in the group when he was 13 or 14 and they would go to the clubs. So yeah. someone would like bring him in to sing the songs and then someone would escort him out Yeah. after the he, they were done. Like dancing and the other guys were like partying. That, I thought that was funny. So sad. Oh, no wonder he became a nerd. Well, that's probably like, why he's probably playing video games on the bus. Yeah, so. probably. Isn't yeah. AJ only like two years older than him. Why was he able to say? I just feel like yeah, I don't know. That just maybe he just looked person. older. <laughs> Who knows? More charming. I don't know. Where Nick was more mm-hmm. like a, a geeky little kid. I don't know. I don't. Know. Squeaky voice. I don't know. I think it's very obvious that you're like this is a young boy. Yes. You know, mm. as opposed to like AJ, we're like, hey, maybe you're 20. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Hanson that also had to? One of the other bands uh-huh. when they were younger, they had to either play in the parking lot of the bars, or again, they would have to be escorted in now because of liquor law licenses and all that maybe. stuff. Maybe, yeah. So. Yeah. But, you know, tw- tis the life of a performer. God bless. Um, what else did he say about Origins? Do you, you say anything Yes, else? and then they um, they were like, uh, he, he was saying how it was like great to hear stories from like uh, fans who grew up with them mm-hmm. and how like, oh, we went to SeaWorld and we saw you perform and this night. And he was like, yeah, that's so great to hear that fans have been with them since the beginning. Growing up. Uh, yeah. And then they were like, um, at the school, when they went to the school, some people were like, oh, boy bands, we don't like them. What, why are they here? Um, and then usually they would sing acapella and that, that's when they would turn people around. They're like, okay, they sound good. We like them. Mm-hmm. I will say guys, if you ever do, if you're a male and you do a boy band, you know, song at a talent show, you're going to get all the prisoners. 
I'm just yeah. telling you, you're so so. Anyone who listens, so you're gonna get all the what, Lydia? <laughs> yeah. You can come up with it on your own. Yeah, before four. Yes, I do. That's why it was vividly. I remember it. Yes, I don't know. It was just like this, like. High school kids performing before four get down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, get down. and he like, did like remember the launch. I'm like he like jumped into the crowd, guy. and we're like, oh, we Holy don't even shit. know these kids. And Lydia's like, yes, I like, date you. When's their album coming out? Yeah. And then Nick was like, they're yeah. always fighting. Um, they always have to earn it. Nothing was given to them. They're always working hard. That's they true. continue to do that. Um, they don't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rich asked, like, oh, when you went to Europe, how come you went to Europe? So then Nick was like, oh, uh, at first we sent out, we got it going on to the U.S. It didn't do well on the charts. Um, so then they're like, okay, let's go to Europe. And then they started doing better there. Um, so then they're like, okay, we'll stay here for a little bit of while, for a little while and see, like, how the sound can help them to go to number one. Yes. Which it did, right? So there. So then he was like, yeah, growing up at the same time in different cu- cultures, trying different things. It's all about discovery. Yay. And that was the end of that. That was the end. So a cute little docu-series to get you pumped for the tour. Yeah. Kind of covering yeah. all the different aspects. Get to see each of the it, boys. So yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yes. Are you you guys going to any of the shows? Let us know in the comments or follow us on everything. Indeed. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Kofi, Linktree, Boy Band Break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, thank you to the the winners of the pins. Great job. Some of you still have not messaged me. A few of you have, so those have been sent out. But uh, the other ones, go check it out. And we're going to have some... Well, we're getting much, we're getting closer, guys, to our 200th episode. Oh, so make sure you're subscribed to, and stuff. Oh, oh. And we are going to do something amazing. What is it? We cannot tell you. That would ruin Because we don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it would ruin this prize for us as well. There so there you go. <laughs> but yeah, pretty exciting. And if you see us out at the DNA shows, come say hi. We are approachable. I'll probably be wearing my denim jacket that says boy band break on it, unless it's on his balls because it's July, so it probably. And I will probably wear the DNA T-shirt because I found it in my closet. I was like, "Oh, when did we get this?" And then I was like, "Yes, uh, when we got the ticket to Ottawa." Oh, right. They yes. sent out packages. Forgot about that. I will sharpen your titties personally. Come and I will autograph for you. No problem. Oh my god! I thought you said sharpen your titties. I was like, "How?" Look at the pen. <laughs> Sharpie. 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 Or I will sign a butt cheek as well. I would be delighted if you would sign my butt cheek. There's lots of room on it. Oh my gosh. I also thought that. Wow. Good canvas. Anyways, guys, um, I don't even know if I'm going to this. Maybe. We'll We'll figure it out. You should. You should. Yeah. I think I feel like last minute ticket buying is the best ticket buying. Yeah. That's that's our strategy for July 2nd. Fingers crossed, guys. Woo! All right, Dee, wrap us up. Thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.